in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I find John Stewart officially annoying. Officially annoying. I'm sorry. Um, I think he's. Um, I think he's using this issue to uh, to boost himself. Looks like he's thinking about running for president, and um, because there are ways to get things done, and then there are ways to get things done. And at this point, as close as he is, as close as we are to this legislation for the burn pit stuff. Um, I'm watching him right now. He's back on Fox News. He was on CNN 10 minutes ago um, on the front of the Capitol, at the front of the Capitol, outside the Capitol. I think you've got to be inside the Capitol. You know, it's one thing to yell and scream about uh, Senator Toomey from Pennsylvania. What about make, take, making a meeting with him? Did he already do that? I don't know. I do remember back on some issue a couple of years ago, he made a big deal about stalking Mitch McConnell, not having a meeting with him, but following him around and yelling things at him and just kind of turning up. It was a little bit strange. Just like this is a little bit strange. I mean, uh, Jack Posobiec, uh, he, he, he sees him yesterday. John Stewart is the one yelling his head off at him. Listen to this. Cut 48. For 15 years. Because you're a... Wow. Relax, huh? Yelling like that. Why would he yell? Now, I'll give this for to John. He uh, he toned it down a notch when he realized that Jack Posobiec is a veteran himself. And um, was just there. And let, do we have them apologizing? I think, uh, yeah, 49. Listen to this. It's kind of nice. This is Jack Posobiec. I'm here with Tim Jensen of Grunstyle. And hello. John Stewart is also here. John Stewart and I have decided to come to agreement. Have we not, John? Yes, sir. I, Our... lost, I lost my temper a little bit. I felt like I was being <laughs> trolled. And uh, I realized that the important thing is just got to get this done for these guys and get them over the finish line to get the health care they need. We're at 98%. Let's get it over the last 2%, please. Is that fair? Fair. Shake on it. Seven five, brother. Do or die. All right. That's nice. I I do like moments like that. But for this legislation, my goodness gracious, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I'm a veteran. I've seen these burn pits. I've inhaled the burn pits. We had an issue that I was somewhat involved in, Camp Lejeune Water. Camp Lejeune water. Now, the word was that the water at Camp Lejeune for many years was making men sick, giving them breast cancer, male breast cancer. That is something, huh? And I was in the Marine Corps at the time. We were talking about this, and there's a public relations kind of uh, issue. So the Marine Corps is under fire because, uh uh-oh, all these Marines, you know, they drank the water at the base, and now they have breast cancer. You you owe them money. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah, the only problem was – scientifically that had not been established it might be logical it might look that way but it wasn't up to the marine corps to determine it wasn't marine corps i I would love to give these guys checks but it wasn't up to us now it wasn't even my decision i was just advising and i was just to but that was the connect and i think they ultimately made the connection and you want everything to happen yesterday this government functions very very slow lee 
And uh, when it comes to um, the burn pits, I think, number one, it took a long time to make the link between the burn pit and the cancer. Did they actually do that? And by the way, doesn't the VA already treat some of this stuff itself? I don't know. It's complex. I don't understand all of it. The bill can be 10,000 pages long. I don't think Jon Stewart understands all of it. In fact, he said over the weekend he doesn't understand all of it. But if I weren't working and I was down there at Capitol Hill, you know, camped out, and I had the, you know, Jon Stewart, let's face it, that guy is basically household name famous. He could call up any senator and get a meeting. Maybe he should try that approach as opposed to yelling and screaming all the time. Now, I know I'm sure he has had certain meetings, but I do think he likes the up and down, jumping up and down, showboating a little bit, just a little bit. He's a human being. He's very talented, but uh, maybe a little bit full of himself, too. Detective Nolan, welcome back. Retired Detective Nolan from the NYPD. Yes, sir. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for taking my call again. I neglected to mention yesterday, I want to thank you for your service, because what you did and what others like you did uh, serving the country in that capacity allows me and allowed me to serve in the way that I do. So thank you very much for that. Well, not um, necessary. And you know what? I had a blast in the military. And to be honest, I think we're going a little bit, not you, detective, but we're going a little bit overboard with the thank you for your service thing. Do you ever get that yourself? Do you ever, do you ever, be honest, have you ever felt that a little bit? Doesn't it become so much, it's like, it's like almost required if you don't say it somehow, oh, you don't support the troops enough. And by the way, the military and law enforcement are here to serve the people, not the other way around. And sometimes lately, seems like some folks want it to be the other way around. Anyway, I know that wasn't your point, so please continue, Detective. Not an issue, not an issue. Uh, regarding Joe Biden, I agree with you 100% about this last uh, thing that he did with the assassination of whatever that guy's name is. Um, unless somebody else comes out and verifies that this guy got killed by a tomahawk or whatever missile they used, I'm not buying his story at all. I'm not going to go for it. Uh, I need to hear from another source. It could be verified through through the State Department, whoever, that this was done. But just to hear it out of his mouth, I'm not buying it. Maybe the guy's dead. Maybe, like he said, kidney failure. I tend to agree that this guy is so full of it that I cannot be settled with this until I hear from somebody else. Well, it's got to be somebody else from another government. I mean, our government's all on board, not the State Department. We need DNA confirmation, you know, visual confirmation. You know how they, uh, how Obama confirmed it? Um, they showed him a picture of a dead Bin Laden. They did. He talked about it. Right. They, they showed me a picture. Right, it was him. And they got DNA as well. Right. But they also had other people, Rob O'Neill and other people who were there, who could actually provide testimony to the operation itself. Yeah. Oh, so by, by me, the way, by the way, by the way, on that, they probably shouldn't have. I mean, I love those guys, but that was kind of a departure from tradition. And now you're on any mission, you, you're going to, we've incentivized guys, you know, you got book deals, you got movie deals, you got speaking engagements. You're going to have a rush to get to the front of the line to kill the high value target. I like a lot about Rob O'Neill, but some of that stuff bothers me, to be honest. But anyway, yeah, I know we don't have any firsthand testimony. This was a Hellfire missile, I believe, shot by some sort of drone. Um, and we only killed one guy. I don't, uh, yeah, actually that's your giveaway. That's suspicious. One guy, one guy. 
Uh-uh. There was no no collateral no, no collateral damage. One guy. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, me too. Me too. Great point. I got to look into that more uh, and find. I'm curious what other people are saying uh, about this. All right. So, hey, is Curtis around? Curtis is going to drop by and give me a couple of pointers on running for mayor and a few other things. Uh, Curtis Sliwa. And also, he's going to broker peace. Not that there's got to be any. Look, I love Rudy Giuliani. I think he loves me. Uh, He's the best guy in the world, one of them. And uh, he was a great mayor. And we had a little bit of a beef about, you know, what happened back in uh, 1993, 1994. But it's ancient history, and nobody can take away, in my book, what a great mayor he was and what a great patriot he was, uh, serving all of us by trying to uncover that election fraud. And I do believe there was there was fraud. Yes, you can say that in America. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Don't call the FBI. It's okay. I do believe. Hey, here he comes. What's up? Oh, he's got to get his special headphones. That's okay. You should see the headphones I uh, I use. I use the little ones from the from the uh, the iPad. Hello, Mr. Sliwa. How are you? He's he's having a seat. Pleasure to be here, Greg. Pleasure, Curtis. Thank you, sir. Um, so is Rudy mad at me or what? No. No, no, I just, uh, I, I did a shidduch with Rudy, you know, a match. I was just sitting with Michael really? Bodicici. I said, yeah, I said, Rudy, I know Greg. I know his dad. And they love you. They, they, record, they give you credit for how you saved this city from the worst city in terms of crime and murder, the murder capital, and then turned it into the safest big city. And Kelly kept up the legacy afterwards, the 12 years with Bloomberg. And I said, you don't understand. And I told Rudy straight up, this is not about you, Rudy. This is about Bratton, who bad mouths Ray Kelly every chance he gets, every place he goes. You know what? You're right about that. He's um, he's jealous, by the way. He's very jealous. And he's also a kind of a dumb guy. I looked it up. I was reading his book, and he said, you know what I would have done after 9-11? I would have reached out to all of our law enforcement partners. I would have reached out to the Port Authority police. I would have reached out to the MTA police. And most of all, I would have reached out to the FBI. I don't think the guy understands. You know what I mean? I just like the Port Authority, reach out to the Port. We're all like, it just, it, it's, it was so amateur and, and weird. And out of town. He's an out of town guy. Yes. So look, look, I know Bratton for years when he was transit commissioner for Dinkins, came back with Rudy. First uh, police commission, and then obviously was the insurance policy that got de Blasio elected. Because remember, de Blasio was going to lose the Democratic primary. People said he won't do anything about crime. And then Bratton all of a sudden said, I'll be his police commissioner. That's why we got eight years of de Blasio. Check the record, because Bratton emerged in the midst of that heated Democratic primary and said, I'll be more than happy to serve oh, well, this, for Bill de Blasio. Well, one thing on that, de Bla- Bratton wanted in with anybody. He wanted in. He just wanted the job so he could turn it around and get these contracts or give contracts or whatever the hell it is he does. He was playing ball with all the candidates, and uh, he conned them. And he is a salesman. I'll give him that. So, Curtis. Oh, I mean, one last thing. Yeah. I had to remind Rudy, Michael Maricic, when he first appointed Bratton in the first days of the mayoralty, uh, there's a shooting in a mosque, a black mosque. And all of a sudden, uh, the mosque is saying, no, no, no cops in the mosque. So Bratton meets with Rudy. Rudy said, what do you mean? 
you're going to send the cops into that mosque. There's a shooting. I don't care if it's a house of worship. Then Bratton said, well, Al Slim Shady Sharpton wants to meet with me over it. Rudy turned to him and said, you have one meeting with Al Slim Shady Sharpton. You can leave your badge and your gun right here. I'll get a new police commission. Absolutely. He wanted to meet with Al Slim Shady Sharpton, which would have been, it would have hung over Rudy all eight years Whereas Bloomberg, you know what Bloomberg did without Slim Shady Sharpton, 10000 in an envelope every month to keep the peace. That's, uh, that's true. You know, people don't realize how much easier it is to govern when you're a billionaire, a multi-billionaire. And uh, a lot of folks uh, were um, greased. And by the way, it's not illegal. If it's your money, you can – you want to check for your foundation? Sure. You know, you're allowed to do that, but it did make things a lot easier for him. So, number one. Adams is every bit the disaster you told us he would be. Yes. Um, but even even I'm surprised, actually, at how bad he is. Um, you know, I just never thought it would be this bad. How about you? Well, I was warning everybody, and nobody was listening. I'm saying just because he's a cop, like in every profession, you have good cop and carpenters, bad carpenters, good plumbers, bad. There's certain dentists you won't go to, certain doctors you won't go to. doesn't mean because you're a member of the NYPD you were a proactive cop, a good cop. He was an activist cop. You know why he joined the police department? He tells the story. Herb Dautry, who hated all white people, hated all Jews, said, young man, you should join the police department and you should call those crackers out. Yep. And what did he eventually say in a meeting when he was running for mayor? He said, that's right. I took care of all those white crackers who served with me in the NYPD. I kicked their ass, he said. I kicked their ass. And he actually uh, told that Daughtry guy, or Daughtry told him, he joined the police department to be an irritant. Yes. And you're right about that. There are good cops. There are bad cops. He was a bad, bad cop. I'll never forget. You know I've known your father for years, right, Mm. Kelly? He used to be the boxing commissioner of the state of New York. Minorities love Ray Kelly. He called him Madison Square Garden. They give him a standing ovation. Nobody gives a standing ovation to the boxing commissioner. He served in Harlem. He got along with blacks, Hispanics, Asians, everyone. Eric Adams is in a meeting with a wide variety of police. He was still active. He comes out of that meeting and says that your father was a racist. Everyone else in that meeting said, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He labeled your dad a racist. That is a sin of all sins. He sh- it, and he never apologized for that. Never well, apologized. He made that up. Well, I know he made it up, because, and I know he's a liar. And just maybe we'll take our revenge. Uh, listen, Curtis, if you don't run for mayor, I just might. So when we come back, you got to tell me what you're thinking, all right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Right. And also about getting Eric Adams down to the border. The only way to get him in the Rio Grande is if J-Lo and Beyonce were standing there because, oh, if they're down there, I'll go. Are the TikTok girls or the Kardashians? Is that what's in the work? Is that he's going to? Oh, gosh. All right. Give me a moment. We'll be right back. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, we are back with... Uh, with Curtis Sliwa, the legend. It is amazing. You are I've seen it in public. I mean, everybody in the world knows who you are. Everybody. What's that like? Does it ever you ever uh I don't know, does it ever get old? No, no, because uh, you know, for every ten out there who uh, uh high five me, uh slap me so hard on the back, I've gotta go for a chiropractic adjustment. They're the haters out there who would love to get a free open shot at me and like finish the job. Oh gosh, yeah, that's you gotta right. you gotta watch your back. You gotta and right. remember 
I go into the hood, like tonight for National Night Out, 75th Precinct, East New York, where the cops have been abandoned. And, you know, there are going to be a lot of homeboys out there. You know, they're going to be flashing their nines, you know, because they run the streets. By the way, the guns are, you know, the guy that Eric had him. Oh, my guns are here. He's from East New York. Doing a real great job out there. Gun crime has never been higher. This mayor has been fraudulent since day one. He, the swagger man has no plan. No yeah. plan. He throws stuff up on the wall. Remember he said, oh, I want cops to patrol by themselves. And it lasted one day. A cop got beaten up at Livonia Avenue Station of the three train. And then, look, did you see over the weekend at the Dominican Parade? Yep. The same Trinitarios who marched on the periphery with Eric Adams, who started the parade on the Grand Concourse, assaulted the cops. Has Eric Adams and his missing in action police commissioner, Sewell, had a press conference about that? Yeah, you really don't see her at all, do you? Hey, listen, look, uh, it's looking really bad for the city. Um, you may have heard me uh, talk about it. I'm thinking about running. Um, I guess I, 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 I would have to say, though, what are your plans? What the more, you, the you? better. The more, the better? The more, the better. All right. Are need, you thinking about running? Look, people may want me to run, but the point is I believe in allowing people choice. The Republicans, notice what they've done. They become weak and feckless. They fold around the Democrats. There is a move today. It's in political. You should read it. Joe Borelli, minority leader, right, Republican conservative, best friends of Eric Adams, lobbying with Eric Adams. This is what they're going to try to do. I'm predicting it now. Yeah. Because you know me. I know where all the bones are buried and who buried them. They're going to try a fusion ticket. This is what LaGuardia ran on when he ran for mayor. Endorsed by the Democrats, endorsed by the Republicans' coronation for term number two. There will be Republicans who sell out the principles of the Republican Party to back Eric Adams, who will wine him, dine him, and pocket line him. Well, that'll be a uh, suicide mission for Borelli or anybody else who signs up for this chaos if they want to do anything outside of the city council or city politics or anything like that, because this is not going to fly nationally. People know. People know the truth. I don't you, know. You should know, though, already. The, the buildings commissioner is a guy named Eric Ulrich, used to be leader of the Republicans, uh, county leader in Queens. Buildings commissioner, that's the first guy they're going to take out of city hall and chains and shackles. I mean, that's corruption central. Another guy, Jimmy Otto, Republican. He was the borough president of Staten Island. Yeah. They're taking Eric Adams' money. Well, what do you mean? What money? They're getting paid. I mean, money. It's like no-show jobs. But trust me, you know me, Greg. I yeah. know where everybody's bones are buried and who buried them. It'll be over my dead body. Cross my heart and hope to die. I will not allow the Republican Party to become a quasi-adjunct for the Democratic Party that has destroyed this city. I love the, uh, the fusion ticket. You mentioned LaGuardia did it, and Rudy Giuliani did it, and it was awesome when he pulled it off. He had the, There was the liberal line. That's right. Ray Harding, and he had this liberal. So, you know, Democrats uh, could feel comfortable voting for Rudy Giuliani on the liberal party line. Hey, do me a favor. Stick with me for a second, because I want to get this guy. Uh, wait, where is he? Where is he? Oh, Mark from Merrick, if you don't mind, Mark, what's your question? And Curtis is here hey, as well. Just, uh, you were uh, talking earlier about what a waste of uh, time you spend on the series. And I agree with you. Uh, TV is a waste of time. It's a wasteland, actually. I'm getting ready to cut the cable and just stream stuff because that's all you need to do these days. Uh, I I do agree to a point. Uh 
Don't cut the cable if you've got Newsmax. <laughs> I got it, but, uh, you, you can stream us as well. But uh, you, too many people are wasting too much time watching shows. Are you watching anything, uh, Greg, Curtis? You know, I've married a hipster and millennial. They all cut the cable. Wait a second. How old is your wife? Uh, I really don't know. Maybe you can help me find out. Roughly. She will not tell me, and I, she won't show me any IDs. But people claim that I snatched her from the crater. We'll be walking in the streets. They'll go up to Nancy and say, what is it like to have a father like Curtis? <laughs> well, look, by the way, I've seen her. It's not like she's, you know, she's not 18. I mean, she's like 30-ish. She's 35-ish. I wish you could find out for me. Well, that's my best guess. Well, Thir- we have another person here, Frank Moran, who does the other side of overnight. Yeah. He won't say how old he is. What is it with these hipsters and millennials? He won't say how old he no. is? A lot of people, I mean, he just, even off air, he won't say? You go to his Facebook, he has a graduation picture from Tottenville High School on his Facebook. High school! That's strange. I'm 73. Oh, you got me by a few years. I'm 68. <laughs> you got me by five years, like, Greg. Right. Uh, Leonardo for Curtis and Greg. Hello, Leonardo. Hey, that would be the ticket if Curtis was humble enough to be your lieutenant, Mayor Kelly. I just wanted to ask you, what do you think is going to happen? I know that uh, they're going to criminally indict Trump. It's going to be any day. Do you think it's better he wait to announce his candidacy for president until after they indict him? (laughs) I don't think they're going to indict him because they know, they know, as corrupt as the system is, it's not quite that corrupt. They can't indict him for nothing, all right, for watching TV on January 6th. Uh, I don't think they indict him. I also don't think he declares before the midterms. What do you think, uh, Curtis? Let me make one comment about that. I was listening to Bernie and Sid this morning. Yeah. They were stirring it up between you and Rudy. There yeah. are no two bigger Trumpers in the world that have stood by President Donald Trump, citizen Donald Trump, than Greg Kelly and Rudy Giuliani. That's why I did the shit-ock. We're not going to allow there to be any dissension here. Bernie and Sid, stop stirring. Yeah. Stop stirring the yeah. drink. <laughs> How are those guys, anyway? Oh, I'm, they're great. They're number one. I mean, they, they overwhelm uh, the morning. They do a hell of a show, and uh, I, love, I love them both. But, yes, uh, they, they got me riled up. It worked. All right. Well, Curtis, thanks, pal, very, very much. There's the music. I got to go across the street. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow or tonight at 10 o'clock on uh, on Newsmax. You can stream it. Uh, you can watch it on cable, even YouTube. I th- No, Rumble. Rumble. Anyway, all the best. Rudy Giuliani, my favorite mayor, coming up. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.